0: So they couldn't really have permanent buildings. They had to have what was called the tabernacle. And they had to live in tents for 40 years. Imagine being on a camp out for 40 years. And so that's the way God was leading them through the wilderness. And it says they all ate, verse 3, of the same spiritual food. That was the manna that God gave them, and they complained about that. And they all drank of the same spiritual drink, the water from the rock. And it even says in Deuteronomy that God gave them shoes that didn't wear out. Now, can you imagine if Kenny's or some of these shoe places came up with a shoe that never wore out? You could wear it for 40 years. Now, I realize that some of you wouldn't like the fashion after 40 years, but nonetheless, they'd work. Now, it says in verse 6, These things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they lusted. Or do not become idolaters, as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and they rose up to play. Now, I do want to say that when we go through numbers tonight, we're not going to go verse by verse necessarily. We've told you to read it in advance so that you have gone through it verse by verse. And that's because I don't think that every verse is relevant for us tonight. Let me explain that statement. All scripture is inspired by God, but there are certain things that are repetitive that we've already gone through in Exodus, and there are certain things that when we read them, we should read them to get the spirit out of it, not necessarily to apply it to our lives primarily. For an example, there's detailed instructions on how to build a tabernacle, and I don't plan on building one this evening, so we're not going to go through those detailed plans. We've gone through them in Exodus, and so some of it we're going to skip over and try to draw the main points out of it. Um, Also, there are some of the animal sacrifices, and of course we don't practice those today. We've described them for you in detail in Exodus and Leviticus, so we're not going to belabor the point and go over them all over again since a lot of you have gone through those studies. And also, uh, we're not under the economy of the Old Testament law like stoning people to death when they blew it. So some of those things, we're just going to pick out the kernels, the nuggets out of it tonight, and skip over the rest. So with that, turn to Numbers chapter 1. Now turn to Numbers chapter 2. See how fast, see how easy it is? In getting into this, I do say that I am sorry and I just take pity for Moses. Imagine being with three million people who are always complaining. Leading them through the desert. Oh, just be with people complaining and bickering. and I don't like the way you're doing this, Moses. And if I were Moses, well, Moses did try to go. Now the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, in the tabernacle of the meeting, on the first day of the second month, in the second year after they came out of the land of Egypt, saying, Take a census of all of the congregation of the children of Israel by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, every male individually, from twenty years old and above. All who are able to go to war in Israel, you and Aaron, shall number them by their armies. And with you there will be a man from every tribe, each one the head of his father's house. Now, the tabernacle was an elaborate tent. And that is what God commanded the children of Israel to construct. And that is where God met with the children of Israel in the wilderness. He met with them in this tabernacle. He spoke to them and communed with them from this tabernacle. I'm bringing that out to to explain to you that it's different today. There are no, quote, holy places. And that's important to understand because a lot of people get hung up on this holy place. In Israel, people are hung up on holy places. And I tell them, there are no holy places in Israel. Now, there will be when God reigns in it once again. And there are no holy places. And, you know... God literally dwelt in the tabernacle, the Bible says. But now, who does He dwell in? You. That's right. All of us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So wherever you go, God goes. Now, that's kind of nice. You don't have to follow a tent around or go into a building to meet God. And churches are not the house of God. For the Bible says, God does not dwell in temples made with hands. And so I often wonder when I look at some churches, they look as if they actually are.